Welcome to Staying Healthy Naturally, a show that focuses on healthy ways to achieve optimal wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Gary Krakoff. I have a degree in naturopathic medicine and am a registered pharmacist at Johnson Compounding and Wellness on Main Street in Waltham. Today our guest is Joni Siegel, the president and founder of Pure Remedy, and we're going to be having a series of podcasts with Joni talking all about her wonderful all-natural herbal salves and some of the clinical studies that have been done and some of the uses of them. There's such a wealth of knowledge in these medicine men and women that goes back generations, and it's really sad we're losing some of this knowledge because the medicine men are dying and sometimes this knowledge goes with them. So Joni has formed a foundation to help the indigenous population and to help spread the word and continue this handing down of these formulations from generation to generation. Joni, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Um, A lot, well not a lot, everything you do has to do with nature and with um, using information that's been around, you know, you're talking about hundreds of years, but that information probably goes back thousands of years. It does. And we've sort of lost track of where a lot of our medical information has come from. And you were, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about what you're trying to do and a foundation you formed. Mm-hmm. And could you talk a little bit about how you got involved in that and what it's all about? Yeah, thanks. I'd love to. Um, the Pure Remedy, the original healing salve, actually was invented by an indigenous medicine man in 1863. A few years ago. A few years ago, during the Civil War. Well, fast forward to today, where we have a superbug epidemic. Actually, CDC says it's a pandemic. Uh, Probably millions of people a year on the planet are dying from what we call superbugs. Well, from a 30,000-foot view, this ointment that this indigenous medicine man formulated back in the civil during the civil war actually solves today's current modern superbug problem okay so that sounds i'll be a little bit on the skeptical side that as sounds, you should be that sounds wonderful yeah um but. i i love <laughs> hearing about things but when someone makes a statement like that mm-hmm. there's a lot of products and a lot of combinations out there that make all these great claims and mm-hmm. the Federal Trade Commission and the FDA are finally uh, really hopefully crushing them because they yes. shouldn't be doing that. Exactly. But you have pharmaceutical style double blind studies and can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Because that's very important. That proves just like with an antibiotic or a pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. you've exceeded the bar Mm-hmm. and got the study accepted, which means it's been proven to the mainstream community that exactly. this is true. Exactly. So tell us about that. Okay, so it's a it's um, the first study that I did is a pharmaceutical standardized in vitro study. Okay. So what you do is you take a Petri dish, and then you put whatever product you want to treat, like usually it's an antibiotic, 
on that petri dish and then there are 11 standard microorganisms that the pharmaceutical industry has created you know this is the platelet that we use to determine antimicrobial efficacy so this is the type of study that they do when you um, have a lab test done and they're looking for susceptibility which antibiotic to use exactly for an organism. exactly so you are using your natural product mm -hmm. in a pharmaceutical model that's exactly right okay. thank you yeah Typically, for each one of these uh, bacteria, there is one antibiotic that is designed to kill that bacteria. Okay. But what we found is because this indigenous medicine man used these three different kinds of tree resins, pine resin, the resin from a Christmas tree, a fir, Canadian fir balsam, and then uh, the resin from an elderberry tree. When you I wonder how they I thought of know, doing this. I know. Well, Probably you know, trial and error over, over generations. This is the magic and the mystery. Exactly. Because how did he know to put these three together? And these three tree resins are responsible for what they, the term is antimicrobial efficacy against all 11 uh, broad bacteria families. So, so you're it's talking the same MRSA. formula for all of them. It's not like it's an antibiotic one for each organism. Exactly. And what organ? What are some of the organisms? MRSA. Okay, that's a big one. Yeah, it kills MRSA. It was about ninety-five percent of of that bacteria. The MRSA bacteria was killed in the first one minute. Okay. So are these? Re I don't know how to ask this. Are these resins since? They're so powerful. When we think of pharmaceuticals, the newer and the more powerful that are working better against some resistant organisms mm -hmm. also have huge toxicity and side effect profiles. Mm -hmm. So this resin, is it dangerous or is it toxic to the body? It's actually not toxic to the body. It's not dangerous. Um, you, uh, you can use the, you know, you can, you can ingest tree resins so okay. they're completely so food, grade. food grade in fact some soda companies are using pine resin as a leveling agent inside of like orange soda um, every single thing is food grade but you know just growing up with this medicine my mom used to say you know it's so good for you that you could bathe in it you know you really can't overdo that medicine so here's the important distinction is that um, an antibiotic if you are using it, you know, like internally, it's probably going to work a little bit faster than the um, some of the natural, you know, ingredients. But what I have found is that um, that 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 when you when you're using I don't the original healing salve or some other sort of a natural um, antimicrobial agent that actually. It it's, tends to be a longer-lasting solution. Okay. So sometimes with antibiotics, bacteria can hide in um, different layers of the skin. Um, so what we find is that um, not only with just the original healing set, but the reason that I wanted to start the foundation is because if this, if this one small little recipe has survived these 160 years 
And now we have a real viable option, something that is clinically proven to kill staph, MRSA, streptococcus, Klebsiella, Salmonella, E. coli, you know, Candida. Um, but just this one, what else is out there that we don't know about? So I'm working with a Navajo medicine man who okay. said that two or three times a year, pharmaceutical executives still to this day visit him and they ask him which herbs and plants he's using to treat specific health conditions. The problem I see with that, at least what the way it's been worked in the past is, then they try to isolate the one chemical right. in the plant or the tree or the resin, then they have to change it so there can be a patent on it, so they're protected. Right. They usually pump it up to make it stronger and mm -hmm. more effective, and they take out all the, quote, garbage that nature put in that precept. <laughs> but all that garbage yeah. is what nature put in there so it can be very effective and not harm us. Exactly. Every element in nature is there for a, a reason. reason. She doesn't put in extra parts. She doesn't have to. Yeah. Everything has grown and evolved this way. So one of the things that's probably happening is with the way we've been treating the indigenous medicine men and women mm -hmm. and that type of therapy is just hocus pocus mm -hmm. is the way we were looking at it. It must be some of these formulas must be dying with the medicine men. Yeah. And so yeah. is your foundation trying to help on that end? Yes. We're we're helping on three fronts. Um, number one, we are helping them to start their own businesses, selling their own remedies because economic independence and community-based capitalism is key in generating abundance, healthy community, prosperity, opportunity, you know, so the economic part of it is really, really important. Okay. So that's the first thing. Um, the, the second thing is that pharmaceutical companies will, like you were just saying, there's almost a campaign to discredit natural medicine. Yep. But, well, at the same time, they're sending their executives to the source to find out what they're using. But nobody knows that. Nobody knows it, and they're not compensating those medicine people. But when you, when I, seek the guidance of a medicine person, their entire focus is the whole oh, you. being. And... and um, um, energetic, yes, um, but it's very, it's very, you know, grounded, like, you know. And they're um, not just looking at killing something, they're looking at the, what we call now the epigenetics, your diet, mm -hmm. your lifestyle, your exposures, your stress level, your, exactly. how you're living your life. Yeah. Because we should all be healthy living to a ripe old age. Yeah. With very one parts but very little problems. So but true. We don't okay, so then And they also are very strong in community support. Yeah. You know, their community is everything to them. And what I also just So that'll help not over harvest and make sure that these different completely plants and trees are yeah. there for future generations. Exactly. But a lot of these medicine people are you know, growing older and, and 
passing away and there has not been any organization that has helped them to um, with the indigenous uh, ways with the ancient ways they teach their youth about the traditional medicines mm -hmm. so it's not for my foundation to necessarily catalog and control and own all this information it's about building the infrastructure so that they can teach their youth so it'll be here two it will be here yes because there is you know unfortunately there's so much um uh, dysfunction and hopelessness and despair on the reservations and it's my very firm belief that medicine people are the very best equipped to help treat you know their own um, their own people yeah. So the, the first thing we're doing is helping them to start their own businesses. Mm -hmm. The second thing that we're doing is we're actually coming in and bringing running water and electricity. A lot of people don't realize um, that more than half of the Native American population in the United States does not have access to clean running water or electricity. And more how, than half. How can that happen? I in don't this know. It's a it's a it's an oversight. I. I think that the, the history is complicated, and uh, I think there are a lot of people that would rather not look at the history, and so my foundation is seeking to uh, not to make people feel badly about what, what our ancestors did, but to educate people as to how the Native American population got into this situation, truly through no fault of their own. And what we can do now to make forward. to move forward together, to that build that excellent. bridge, to move forward as one. It is also my belief that Native Americans can absolutely teach us and have taught me personally how to live with closer relationship with the planet. Which to we're have, getting to that critical point now. Yes, we are. You know, my favorite uh, Chief Seattle, I grew up in Seattle, he used to, his, he famously said, you know, the earth does not belong to man, man belongs to the earth. And that summarizes it all. It, it, it really does. What's the name of your organization? The Foundation for Indigenous Medicine. Do you have a website? I do, it's indigenousmedicine.com. Great. So you can go onto the website and you can choose different projects that you'd like to support with your financial donation. Or you can, um, we're actually in the process of creating an online marketplace for indigenous people to be able to sell their medicine, their art, their jewelry. You know, in the, in the indigenous world, medicine is not just herbs. It's, it's stories. It's, you know, ceremony. It's fire. It's ancestors. It's ancient ways. There's so many different versions of song is, is a really important kind of a medicine. So anyway, we're, we're creating this marketplace where you can go in and actually, um, you know, buy these, um, different, uh, you know, creations from directly from medicine people. Well, that is great. One more time, the website. Indigenousmedicine.com. Doesn't get easier than that. Right. <laughs> well, best of luck, and thank you so much for sharing that information with us. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate you, you know, allowing me to tell my story. Oh, my pleasure. We'll talk again soon. Great.